you know, when you start working and everything, in terms of inspirations, you know, you know, seeing films and growing up, do you still have inspirations that you pull from uh, favorite composers or, or other film composers, but, you know, classical composers, too, that you, that maybe define you, that you say would probably be part of you? Absolutely. I'm defined by everything new I hear every day, mm -hmm. and it's constantly changing. And the list of, uh, of being inspired by world music, um, you know, uh, uh, hearing this uh, uh, singer from uh, es uh, Eskimo, uh, Inuit singer, or, or this uh, person from Pakistan, or whatever, Japan, uh, it constantly expanding. And, uh, uh, you know, um, I'm a real, real enthusiast when it comes to music, um, whether it comes from uh, the CBGBs in the 19... Uh, 80s and 70s or New Orleans uh, in, in my country here it doesn't matter and uh, to if you provide me with an alphabet I can start from A and work all the way down mm -hmm. it'll take forever <laughs> uh, if I had to uh, cross uh, to be obvious but uh, if I had to cross Louis Armstrong and uh, Igor Stravinsky <laughs> in a test tube, um, I guess you had the perfect influence <laughs> right there. And uh, you worked under Aaron Copeland, right? Uh, no, no, I studied. No, no, I studied with uh, principally John Curiano and uh, for seven years, and uh, and uh, Aaron Copeland in, in this roughly the same period when I was uh, in my uh, early twenties. And what were, I guess, uh, working with them, what was the most important thing did they teach you about, not maybe just like, you know, on paper how to do something, but maybe about just being in this kind of lifestyle? Like, what did they teach you? Uh, a composer should go where, where he or she is wanted. Wanted. Yeah, whether it's, uh, you know, a little theater troupe somewhere in, in your neighborhood, uh, uh, a little grassroots uh, uh, street um, or you know performance or something. Uh, go where your music can be played. Mm -hmm. uh, you, know, you can write a little uh, bagatelles or string quartets and put it in your drawer and never hear it. And uh, it's kind of sad life in that way. And you know, in general, they're embracing of the new arts uh, such as cinema and such as. Uh, 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 forms of uh, uh, contemporary music and pop popular and unpopular music. Mm -hmm. You know, enjoy uh, composing unpopular music. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to ask composers uh, this. I always get good responses. Um, if you had to pick any film in ever made, with no disrespect to the original composer that you could rescore and redo and do your own interpretation. What would you pick? No, the first thing, uh, first thing that comes to my mind is is giant. Uh, I I like to score very much, but the uh, uh, I think having a a non-orchestral big uh, um, 19th century sort of orchestra mm -hmm. uh, representing um, that psychological story taking place in the, in the Southwest. I, I think there's uh, another way 
to do that. Uh-huh. Uh, no disrespect for uh, Mr. Tiomkinen. Yeah. I, I thought his score was really great on his own, but somehow the matching and the the the, the super contemporary quality that uh, contemporary for all times in a sense. It it feels like uh, modern America. Uh, it doesn't feel like uh, Europe mm-hmm. somehow. So so I, I I'd like to do that. It's a, it's a pretty. That's a good good choice. Um, is there any like looking back on your past works? Is there one that stands out as a favorite experience of yours, or maybe one that you wish you could redo if you had the chance to do that? Yeah, the Tempest. It, you know, every time I get to work with uh, uh, Shakespeare and Julie Taymor, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a blessed man. You know, uh, composers, um, including myself, have a t- tough time sometimes composing for things that are disposable culture, mm-hmm. and uh, you end up uh, watching these scenes like a thousand to five thousand times, and the a name dial, uh, dialogue and uh, people shooting at each other with guns and car chases and stuff like that. And uh, you got, go to bed feeling a kind of hollow, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, w- w- when you, uh, you know, compose something to uh, Shakespeare's dialogue, you go to bed feeling really lucky that, uh, you know, humanity is somehow uh, unveiled uh, inch by inch. Mm-hmm. And uh, the poetry of every in everything is uh, uh, being, uh, you know, hoisted to, uh, upon you, consciousness and your subconscious. So I, you know, any uh, any opportunity for that is something uh, I'm really happy about. And when you say scoring, you know, car chases, people getting shot, it makes you hollow. Are you saying that that it is it accurate to say that? you drain yourself emotionally and put that into music on the screen? No, no, no. I'm saying um, that uh, it doesn't enrich you. Okay. It, it just uh, reduces you to the uh, slime balls that, uh, you know, shoot each other up in the streets and, uh, you know, add to uh, world uh, misery. Okay. <laughs> um, are, you, are you working on anything right now that's coming up? Yes, uh, I'm working on uh, uh, a movie with songs, driven by songs, um, called uh, The Transposed Heads, which is based on uh, Thomas Mann's novella he wrote in 1947, which is a love triangle uh, that's um, uh, comedic, um, uh, erotic, and philosophical and fantastical, and uh, it takes place in um, um, uh, contemporary New York City, and then sh- shifts back to mythological India. Wow! <laughs> and uh, with uh, you know, so it should be a fun, uh, you know, a fun <laughs> ride. I, I'm serious. Uh, and uh, sounds like a very huge task, you know, to, to jump from that sort of, I guess. Atmospheres, the two different atmospheres, you know. Yeah. Is it daunting? Does that is that daunting? Everything is daunting. <laughs> Everything is difficult for me. Well, well. Only o- o- only thing is is relatively early is uh, 
easy as uh, when you have no time and you have to do something really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. Mm-hmm. I want to—that's th- all, all I have. But uh, yeah, I, wa- yeah. I want to thank you so much for doing this. It's a great honor to sit here and talk with you. And uh, yeah, by the way, I'll give myself a, a, a plug. Uh, if you enjoy the music on um, uh, on the Tempest, is on the Zarathustra Music uh, label, and you can get it uh, at stores uh, starting on the. Uh, on the 14th of December, if not, you can get it on uh, on the Tempest uh, website. It, it, you'll be uh, directed where you can uh, purchase it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Goldenthal. Okay. Thank you.